Hello and welcome back to Lead with Compassion with me, your host, Nico McCall. In this episode of my coming out series, we are talking about coming out at work. In a decision by the Supreme Court in June of 2020, it was made illegal at the federal level to discriminate against someone for being trans in the workplace. This means employers cannot fire someone for being transgender, which includes people who begin transitioning while currently employed and those who previously transitioned but are just now letting that be known. Employers also cannot refuse to hire you because you are trans. I began work at my current employer almost eight years ago and began my transition five years ago which meant that according to federal laws, my employer could have fired me when I came out. My state laws also did not prevent this from happening. Luckily, the company I work for includes gender identity in their non-discrimination policies. The company also employs people across the United States, and back then some other states included gender identity in their non-discrimination policies, so the company expanded their own policies. And this removed a lot of stress for me in this process. I knew that if I ran into any problems with people in the company, I had policy to support me. They even had a checklist for changing your gender in the company. And a company putting stuff like this in writing means a lot to the folks who are protected by it. If the Supreme Court decision is reversed, or the people fighting to rid us of our rights are successful, it's necessary to be protected by company policy. Once we get past whether or not the company has policies that support us, we have to actually do something about coming out. Living in a conservative area, I'm glad I had previously come out as a lesbian. It kind of gave me a test run for coming out as a trans person. I wasn't certain that the people who supported me as a lesbian would support me as a trans person, but the odds felt higher. And in my company, I was vocal about having a wife when I was female presenting, and no one ever gave me a hard time about it. So getting back to coming out at work, I had already started testosterone any physical changes were slight, perceptible probably only to me. And now it was time to start telling people. I'm in management, so I had employees I would have to tell, but first I needed the support of my boss. My boss and I didn't work at the same location, but we had work assignments together which allowed us to get to know each other a bit more and I was still terrified to tell her. As is true with every other decision I make around my transition, after deciding it was time to tell her, I stewed on it for a week or two. It seems like too often the anticipation of telling someone is insurmountable. Every possible negative outcome plays on repeat in my mind 
Will this ruin our positive relationship? Will this change how she sees me as a person? Will things be awkward now? Will I lose her respect? Let's take some time to go through these questions. First, as we go through this coming out series, you'll see these questions pop up repeatedly for me in different variations. What I'm slowly learning through this process is that even if these worst-case scenarios come true, it doesn't say anything about me. It doesn't lower my worth as a person, make me a bad person, or mean I shouldn't tell people. It's not my job to make sure others are comfortable, and I can't control how they will react. Now, if only I could remember to tell myself this in the moment, things could be easier. So what if telling my boss changed how she saw me as a person? What would that mean for my job? I mean, nothing really. We have a policy against retaliation, so if I felt she did start treating me differently, I could go to my HR department and they would work with the two of us. If that couldn't be resolved, I would probably be assigned a different manager. And nothing else would change for me. Getting a different manager would also take care of any awkward moments. What would this mean for me as a person? <laughs> what if telling her ruined our positive relationship or resulted in me losing her respect? Let's say I told my boss I was transitioning and she no longer respected me. Then the question becomes, do I want the respect of a person who doesn't support my transition? That answer is definitely no. But it doesn't feel that easy. It's hard to make a distinction between her not being able to support my transition or not respecting me as a person due to my transition and me not being worthy of a person's respect. Because I only have control over one of these. And honestly, I wouldn't be able to work through this if I wasn't in therapy. Learning that my worth has nothing to do with a person's response to me being trans is a continuous process. Since my boss and I live in different locations, I had to tell her over the phone. I'm pretty self-sufficient at work, so if I'm requesting a phone call, it's unusual. I'm sure she was on high alert. Plus, how do you begin to broach the subject? For me, it's usually with awkward pauses. Before I even make the phone call, there is an entire internal dialogue that happens to get me to pick up the phone and dial. Heart pounding out of my chest, hands shaking, short of breath, and an overload of all the negative thoughts. I'm usually giving myself tiny little steps to take one after the other. Pick up the phone, dial the number, take a breath, take another breath, 
Press send after this next breath. After finally making the phone call and the initial catching up, I probably said something like, So, I have some information I need to tell you. I'm coming out as transgender and will be transitioning to male. Most people, especially those at work, didn't know I was depressed or having any thoughts about transitioning. So this info was usually shocking. And it was for my boss. I think sometimes people really close to trans individuals have some kind of an idea about their gender identity. But at my work, I kept pretty strict boundaries between my work and my home life. She didn't really know how to respond to this unexpected information. Even in her shock, she didn't have a negative response. I can't remember anything she actually said, but the gist was that she would never have expected anything like this, and then she wanted to know if there was anything she could do. I knew I needed to go through HR for my transition, So I left the conversation telling her I would let her know if I needed anything. It was a pretty neutral conversation. When I hung up the phone, I was so relieved it was over. I just sat there and let my nerves drain. It seemed so easy. I didn't get any judgment from her. Some confusion... But, hey, I was feeling confused myself with the whole process. The conversation with my boss was focused around what I needed to do with the company. Which, with emotional confusion, focusing on actions at least moves you forward. Overall, it felt like a good conversation to me. Then I spent the rest of the day trying not to be overwhelmed with swirling thoughts about what she was currently thinking. Here's what I appreciate most about coming out to my boss. Later that day, after our initial conversation, she called me back. She apologized for not knowing how to respond during our first conversation. She admitted that she was not expecting to hear anything like that, And she called me back to make sure I felt supported. She was honest about feeling unsure of how to be supportive and what next steps to take with the company. But, I mean, that we could figure out. She let me know that she would do everything she could to help me with the process. In doing that, she established herself as a person to be trusted. She didn't give me false excitement or promise things she didn't know she could deliver. She didn't tell me things would go smoothly, but she let me know it was something we were doing together. I was not alone. It wasn't me against the company. And then she followed it up by never wavering from that.
she did everything in her power to show me support, including always getting my pronouns right. I didn't have to call anyone from HR. I got to email them, luckily. It went as smoothly as telling my boss. And with HR and my boss on my team, we started to make a plan to let everyone else in the company know. First up were the other managers. We all work in different locations, so I sent out a mass email. Before hitting send, I had to fight all the negative thoughts again. Racing heart, fast breath. I was taking this very personal information and emailing it out into the ether world. Each recipient a possible rejection. A possible confirmation that I wasn't likable, not worthy of their support, a lesser person for transitioning. And this is what we're taught. We are taught that we have to fight to be seen as worthy and equal, which implies we must be less than. Every time laws are proposed that we have to fight, we are being told we are less than. Every year, we have to fight to be just as worthy as everyone else to have health care, support in schools, support of our families. It's no wonder I feel so unworthy of support every time I put this information out for new people to judge. The more I'm told I have to fight for my worth, the harder it is to separate that message from my actual feelings of worth. The harder it is to eradicate this internalized transphobia. Well, I only got a few responses from my coworkers. They were mostly positive. A couple were on the positive side of neutral. The first couple times we got together in person, I went through these emotions again stealing myself emotionally for feelings of rejection. <laughs> Those dang walls from my childhood making another appearance. So, it sounds like it's time for more self-compassion. I'm not going to be able to open myself to vulnerability without it. And without vulnerability, I can't be authentic to myself. Oh. <sighs> Compassion for myself. As I think back to these first moments of coming out, a lot of the compassion I have now for myself back then comes from learning that I have anxiety. Before going through this process of transitioning to male and working with my therapist, if you would have asked if I ever felt anxious, I would have answered no. I always thought anxiety could be seen by others, very external. What I've learned since then is that these negative thoughts that play on repeat, the broken records of worst case scenarios, are also anxiety. I used to judge myself for not being able to just do things or beat myself up for fixating on things. Then, of course, 
beat myself up for beating myself up. Learning that I have an anxiety diagnosis helps me find compassion easier. My subconscious is a genius at coming up with its own coping mechanisms. So much so that I was almost 40 before anyone noticed I might have anxiety. I can see that internalizing these fears instead of having an outward expression of my anxiety kept me out of the spotlight from feeling even more anxiety. And I know now that self-judgment is one of the first signs that I'm not having compassion for myself. I'm getting better at recognizing it. Without having compassion for myself, I'm unable to allow others to have their own responses to my transition. Judging myself and trying to control their responses go hand in hand, and neither benefits me. If I can allow each person to respond in their own way without attaching it to my self-worth, I allow compassion to remain, and I can live in an authentic way. (laughs) Sounds so easy, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh, I wish it were that easy. Just to recognize what's happening and it never happens again. But alas, I think it might be a lifelong process. So how do I allow space for others to have their own reactions to me being trans? That is a good question. I'm still extremely selective about who I tell. I was in my acting class for a year and a half before I told them, and I knew the studio was a safe place. I think the answer has more to do with where I'm at mentally than it has to do with the other person. I'm still learning how to create a space that feels safe for me while allowing the other person to exist in that space. Right now, I'm happy having compassion for myself while I figure this out. So I've come out to my boss and other managers, and I still need to come out to my employees and other people who work in the building. So come back Thursday for the continuation of coming out at work. If you'd like to reach out to us about this episode or have any questions, our contact info is in the show notes. I'll see you next time.